Hello, everybody. It's Bill from the SitRep Podcast. We are back for the next exciting show. Today, I'm joined by Marty and Chris, and we're going to be talking about what's new in the latest of Wargaming. We're going to catch up on hobbying. And then our main topic for the day is if you could create a game, what would it be? It can be anything. Let's open it up and make it wide. So get ready. We'll see you shortly. All right, here we are. Welcome, guys. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I like the sexy new intro. Right. Well, yeah. you know, it, it was a last-minute uh, hail mary because I ha I have to work on so I got a new laptop, and the the other laptop I have everything on is you know that big old uh, you know ink boat anchor. So we're going to be migrating to new laptops eventually. So uh, this is the first of two we'll be getting eventually. So. Um, in the mix of transferring everything over. Nice. All right. So uh, if you only knew someone who can help you with that. Right. You know, if I knew some guy who'd spent his entire life sitting in front of a computer screen, hmm. I don't know who that could be. Where but we find one of those. Right. All right. Anybody that's in watching us, welcome to the show. Um, I am going to do, should I do chat overlay today, guys, or should I just post interesting comments? What do you think? Uh, your call. I, yeah, <laughs> you know what? We'll go with overlay. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? We're gonna do posting because it takes up a lot of screen space. So we'll we'll. Keep... Well, that's not good. Um, about that. So, uh, nice pose. <laughs> <laughs> You're back. <laughs> you got you got stuck for a second. I got though. stuck. <laughs> Don't do that because I'll screenshot that. <laughs> I'll all right. That all over. So, Marty, why don't you start us off with hobby time? All right. So, super exciting stuff at Casa del Schaefer here. Um, no hobby got to. I didn't paint nothing. <sighs> I didn't build nothing. However, uh, one, I did get some new equipment. If you don't notice, I, I got some new, new new headset there. So uh, I'm kind of excited about that. You know, like uh, like I'm actually trying to, you know, be in the club here. Uh, but more importantly, we've talked about, uh, you know, my uh, my oldest daughter moving out. And uh, I'm going to take over her room and create the Hobby Operations Center. Well, the Hawk has been established. Nice. It, 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 it's not done. Mm -hmm. You know, but I've got. I think all my crap in it. Uh, you know, I've got uh, my paint racks are on the walls. I've got some shelves up. I don't have anything on the shelves yet, but the shelves are up. Uh, I've got my my old desk uh, moved in here. Uh, I put in a new six foot uh, countertop, literally a countertop. So, uh, pro tip: went went to Menards, went and looked at their return damaged whatever. You know, their little section in the back. Yeah, I got a I got a six foot countertop for fifteen bucks. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. So nice, big, wide open space that'll be filled with crap soon. Well, it's filled with crap now, but it'll be filled with hobby crap. Yeah, you know, I'm working on. Uh, so you went from a one square foot hobby area to a two square foot yeah. hobby area. Got yeah. 
Yeah, nice. I'm super excited. <laughs> uh, and, that 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 is a a hundred percent increase. Thank you very much. Nice. Uh, I kept my daughter's uh, armoire. You can kind of see it in the background. It's that that white cabinet. Uh, it's got That's glass pretty. doors and shelves in there, so that mm -hmm. will be a display case. It's got a couple of uh, uh, shallow drawers at the bottom, and uh, I have filled that kind of with uh, like just hobby tools, if you will. So the flock box, the uh static grass applicator the uh one of the paint mixers is in there you just all all of the stuff if you will that i i don't need out on a desk anywhere you know i can uh -huh. pull it out when i need it and then put it back out of sight out of mind so it's it's got a place so i'm pretty pretty excited um you know the room is just a blown up mess right now because i've still have boxes of stuff i haven't put any of my rule books back on the shelves so you know, there's two crates of that crap, uh, as well as, uh, you know, just, just the tools from installing stuff is still sitting in here. So, uh, you know, it is in, uh, no, no way ready to be, uh, uh, shown off, but it, it's here and I, I'm pretty, pretty excited. Uh, so I can start, uh, you know, working in my new space here. Nice. Very nice. So now all you need is a, is a logo for your, Hawk. Yeah, I gotta figure that out. So someone was it, supposed to get that. I mean, if, if I, you knew someone who, who can do those logos for you, I mean. So, so I had a little epiphany the other day, and I was talking <laughs> to Chris about this. Uh, I think yesterday. So my my daughter back when she was in high school was on the color guard. You know, those are the people that go out with the marching band and you know, go wave flags. Wait. Yeah. So she has a prop from one of the years uh, that wasn't a fr flag. It's a star. Oh, okay. And this thing is two and a half foot in diameter. I mean, it's big. It's currently covered in metal foil because that's what they needed for the show. But there's a three-ace MDF star under that. And I'm like, hmm, maybe some of the heavy lifting's already been done. <laughs> so, so, the, so that made me think, okay, maybe I need to uh, uh, adjust fire on some of the concepts uh, that I was thinking. On the other hand, uh, you know, if there's anyone out there that has an idea of uh, what they think something should look like, you know, post it up. Let me know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm still taking uh, uh, bids, if you will. <laughs> I've already suggested you change it to the Crafting Operations Center. Wow, yeah. the cock. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would it would have to be a big logo because everyone wants a big one. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you gotta own it, right? <laughs> okay. I well. think I'm gonna stick with the hawk, though. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna try and keep it PG. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, sir. Your turn. Well, believe it or not, um, I have not put any paint on any models. No. I, I know that's hard to believe. However, <laughs> I have spent the last three nights. Somewhat um, trying to match up all the adapters that were in a box with all the other things that I acquired from somebody. What adapters? Um, you know, power adapters, power you supplies, know, stuff like and that. Yeah, all that stuff. When yeah, yeah trying to, it, it was just separated. one big box of. Well, actually, it was multiple boxes of you know crap, and I had to sort through it and. <laughs> Yeah, so my basement now looks like your uh, hobby center. Oh. I'm trying to... Except, what, 
except with a lot more wires, I bet. A lot more wires. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's a nice uh, Behringer, um, if I'm pronouncing that right, um, mixer mm-hmm. that uh, would have been great over at the new Hawk. Uh, we just can't find a power supply for it. Oh, is that the small one or the big one? Small one. Small one? Because uh, the big one, I think, uses just a standard plug. Um, plug. Power cord. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's got to be there somewhere. I mean, I, I know I looked for it and looked for it. I could not find it. No, but, I, uh, I found some strange stuff. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to let all that go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the jokes write themselves. I'll, I'll, I'll let the, uh, the, the viewers and listeners uh, decide for themselves. Yep. yep. Insert joke here. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll be next uh, week from today. Everybody should be at uh, Casa del Wimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Try me. I want to get the uh, studio set up before then. You know what the exciting thing is? The next podcast show will all be face to face, except for Jim, obviously. But and Gaz will be there. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's why I'm trying to get the studio set up. Well, we'll be there. I can help you out. You know, so you know that's what that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Good morning, math and fun and games. I believe that's Jen. That's Jen. Yeah. 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 Good morning, Jen. Anybody who says math is fun is a Jen. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more of a there. They said there be no math kind of guy. <laughs> All right, let me switch over screens here. Bada bing, bada boom. Do the intro. Bing. All right. So what did I do for a hobby? Well, if you saw Wednesday night's stream, uh, you know yeah, how how'd that go? Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's important when you're painting to have all the tools you need, uh, like paintbrushes. I've got them all here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I have a plethora of um, paintbrushes. Would, would you like a complete set of games and gear uh, paintbrushes that are yours? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're sitting right there. Yeah. I, so I'll, uh, bring, I'll bring that yeah. stuff over. So, you know, Dawn and I went and checked out this uh, game store that everybody was touting out north of Miami. You know, it's like the literally the closest one is an hour and a half away from us. And um, if you like 40K, you're good. If you like magic, you're good. If you like Star Wars X-Wing and Armada, you're really good. They had Mech uh, Battletech. Other than that, eh. You know, they had a lot of, uh, like, fantasy figures for D&D if you play role-playing and stuff like that. But hobby-wise, they didn't have a lot for what I needed or wanted. Uh, they had a very limited Vallejo set. Uh, they had a lot of Citadel stuff, which I hate pots. I hate painting pots. I hate them. Right. I hate them. So, and now that Vallejo is reformulated and coming out with new paints and their own version of contrast paints, uh, Express Color, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be all over that. So while I was there, I picked up a wet palette, an Army Painter wet palette. Mom. I liked it. Hi, Mom. Um, Hi. Hi, Ma. You're on the internet. Live. <laughs> <laughs> Live. <laughs> and uh, Hi, I Ma. picked up the Army Painter hobbyist set. I thought there was paintbrushes in one of those two. Nope. Absolutely not. So I did order some, hoping they'd be here by at minimum, you know, the latest Wednesday. Nope. 
down here in the Keys, you do not get stuff fast. You know, how spoiled you are that we're back home. There were days where I could get it the same day. Well, it usually takes. You, yeah, I was going to say, you live within 15 miles of one of the right? largest Midwest distribution centers. So, so oh, yeah. So. so, island time isn't always the best. Uh, it is if you want to have a, a a Bahama mama while you're waiting for your stuff to arrive. Right. Gaz! <laughs> All right, Gaz. Oh, we got to make sure. Coming. Uh, we have a kettle for gas. Do I need to order one, Chris? Already done. Oh, all right. Oh, by the way, this is not Jen. Oh, not Jen. Who? Oh, ma- wait a minute. There's another There's... person that likes math. What the hell? <laughs> There's two <laughs> twisted people out there. Man. Oh. Well, uh, in that case, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, but we're glad you. to have you on board. Uh, you know, the math thing kind of freaks me out. Hey, do you have a first name, or do we just call you Math? <laughs> All right, so uh, hopefully I did order two more sets of paintbrushes. I did back a Kickstarter for some uh, Kalinsky sable brushes. Oh, those um, are quick. Well, they're yeah. actually supposed to come this month. They they were already made. They were just looking for you know, it's not one of those Kickstarters where you, you know you send the money, they got to develop it, they got to do that, they got to do this, and then you know it shows up uh, two years later maybe. Um, so. No, they're actually supposed to ship this month. We'll see. Have you, by the way, have you changed your address on all your Kickstarter stuff to my house? Um, I thought I updated it. There's one that's probably going to come to you, Chris. The Frostgrave one, because it's going to be huge. So, yeah, you'll get Frostgrave and see it before I do. But that's okay. (laughs) I hear unboxing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, as long as you guys do a video, I don't care because, you know, we are going to have a new channel. So, so are we going to pull the trigger on it? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that when I'm up there um, because Dawn is biting at the bit to get that one going. I'm she down. really, really wants to do that one. So, and that'll be nice because, um, you know, in some ways, I feel like we are excluding people or people feel hesitant to show their hobby because it's not historical, you know? And a lot of people do more than just historical. Yep. Yep. And so. I mean, like, uh, you know, for instance, uh, Kevin Kabai, uh, who is uh, with our uh, Midwest uh, HMGS, is also a huge Lord of the Rings uh, fan and uh, plays, uh, literally, he he brings his Middle Earth battle strategy game <laughs> to Little Wars yeah. and, and, play, and plays that as well. Yeah. You know, so uh, turns out you can have uh, more than one interest. Exactly. So we're definitely going to go uh, on that. So that'll be something we talk about. But yeah, so when we uh, two weeks from today, we'll be back. Everybody will be back together at uh, Casa del Wimmer. Well, and, one week from today. but Well, technically, the podcast, but the yeah. show wise. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then oh. we'll be recording. Live. And we're going to have a hobby night live. We've got to do a hobby night live. Oh, yeah. And, and Chris, did you make the secret chair I talked about where you put the seatbelts on it for a certain person who likes to fall off? Yes. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, point vaguely, harness. Four, point harness. harness. Yeah. yeah, harness. Uh, We're going to put a Blackhawk harness on him with the one that comes up the middle so you can't slide out of it either. Yeah. yeah well, you know what? I, gotta, I have to go with what I've got here. So it okay. kind of vaguely looks like ratchet straps. All right. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna say, great! I'm getting duct taped to a chair. <laughs> no, That's never no. Happened. 
right. Well, that's all I got for hobbying. So um, why don't we talk about some news, Marty? All I'm sorry, right. I don't have your intro today. Oh, that's all right. That's oh, no, I right. do. Stand by. Oh, oh, oh. Standing by. Over. All right, we're back. Alrighty, let me uh, get this popped open here. Boink. I still think that I should say not so. Not so. Yeah. Not so breaking news. Yeah, well, that that would probably be accurate, particularly for much of what uh, what we're going to talk about today. Although some of it kind of is. Right. All right. So uh, the first little tidbit uh, I have is uh, if you haven't heard. Battlefront, uh, the Flames of War people there, uh, has uh, Red Dawn, yes, yep. that actual Red Dawn, the Invasion of America, available for pre-order. Uh, there's been, uh, been a bunch of... Did you see the helicopters? Sorry. Right? Yeah. Got excited. I mean, there's there's a bunch of cool stuff coming in. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, do, 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 uh, what, is, what is it? Uh, how to feel the... Uh, the M8 Hip, the CH46 Sea uh, Knight, the CH47 Chinook, CH53 Sea Stallion. I mean, they got a bunch of them. Yeah. No messing around. No. Let me you see know, if so... I can bring up a picture of the helicopter here. Where are you? Sea uh, Knight, Sea Stallion, Chinook. The Flying Brick. Look, that is a pretty good looking model, I have to say. Right? Yeah, uh, particularly Where's for the the Huey. Uh, no, this is modern. <laughs> well, no, Red Dawn took in the eighties. Yeah, right. Mofo. Uh, well, so if you think about it, this was the eighties. Now, well, okay, I'll give I'll give you that. They also don't have a Blackhawk, so. Well, they, yeah, C Knight. The baby Chinook. Yeah. And uh, then the Sea Stallion. This looks really good, too. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, that CH-53 is pretty no, I unique. tough looking. I notice it has uh, West German markings on it. Do you see that right there? Yep. I don't know if any people can see that, but, yeah, there's West German markings on this one. But, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, so the Why would of... the West? Oh, yeah. Because I think West Germany flew them at the time. I think they're so the thing with Battlefront is they try and make their models cross platform. So, yeah, 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 or cross nation. So, uh, and th wait. those are going to start being released uh, in about a month. I'm assuming Gaz is referring <laughs> to this. <Chinook. laughs> It, it says not for pre-flight use on the MREs, guys. <laughs> it, it does. It does. Uh, or, or is it because the one that he flew in probably had a tea kettle in it, and uh, you know he had an upset tummy from too much tea? Yeah. It still There's blows my one. mind that the, those guys uh, have uh, they have a kettle on a tank. Yeah, yeah, and they're APCs. And sh uh, yeah. come on, man. I mean, I would totally. I mean, we don't even have coffee those. makers in our stuff. Well, you do if you but put in a which, really good inverter. Portable coffee makers that's USB charged, and you can heat the water and drop the coffee in it. Of nice, yeah. yeah. Since we're not allowed to have a coffee maker in my new office, uh, in the hyperbaric chamber, it's kind of bad. Yeah. All right. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. What the hell is a jelly baby? Dare I ask? Does anybody know what a jelly baby is on the this side of the Atlantic? Uh, I'm going with is, is that like is that like gummy bear? bears? Uh, I'm going to go with gummy bear. That's what's okay. stuck in my head. All right. Anyway, oh, get back that's... to Red Dawn. So there's some really nice stuff for Red Dawn. I love the book the cover. Yeah. Um, yep. And you know what? They don't show it, but. Uh, what you looking for? The um, the the Wolverines. You know the kids. Oh, I saw uh, a picture of it, but I don't see. Scroll to the. Is it the last little Cuban. section? One, one oh, of them. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Nice. There you go. Look at that. I might order one? that oh, just that. to have it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, you can pre. They're already up for pre-orders. Yep, and um, that'll that one will be delivered. I think that's in the January. It's only fourteen fifty. Damn it! When is this stuff to, uh, coming out, out again? Uh, I think these models will be released in January. If you go back a yeah, page, yeah, January fourteenth. Yeah, hey, but hey, uh, Marty. starts hey, December third and goes through January. 14th I am um, schedule. I think oh. I'm gonna need to have a that so we can. Uh, do a little diorama on the stairs. Oh, yeah. We could do that. Chris has a perfect spot to put some of that stuff. Nice. It's so a, I'm very excited for this. I mean, I, I have known... Nice, tough years. Made from real babies. <laughs> All right, let me... <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It... Gonna, gonna, gonna be good. Gonna be a good yep. show. Yep. <laughs> so the question I have is tough years. Do you have your sit podcast mug? Oh yeah, did your mug arrive? She posted it, but is she drinking from it today? Uh notice uh, I'm not. Uh, uh, yours are ordered. <laughs> I, are it, are it you drinking out of yours, Marty? I uh I've got my uh my Fob Walton Afghanistan mug today because I just grabbed All right, Marty, one. let's go to the next part of your news, buddy. All are right, you done so... with uh Red Dawn? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, so go go check them out. Uh, okay. You know the uh, uh, the link for that is just go to flamesofwar.com, and then uh, you can't miss it. It's splashed all over their page. Yep. Uh, part. Bada bing, bada boom. Yep. There it is. Yep. British upcoming release. You know what? Tell you what, I do love the models for Flames of War. Um, the game sometimes can feel parking lot ish you know based on the space but yep you know but they got good stuff they do they, they got and good they support stuff, their sure. stuff that's the nice thing they do support their stuff True uh uh why do you have to call tech support on, on i don't have to call tech support anyways uh so yeah. i love the idea red dine would love to see local civilian force flesh out surely u.s technical it looks awesome that's right big yeah. ford super duty <laughs> you got a big old Dodge Ram. What do you call those big Ram trucks? You know the like the the big power wagon or whatever. Yeah, power wagons. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, take the model apart. Put in a little lift kit, right? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one here, buddy. All right, so uh, for the sophisticated amongst you, uh, Opus Artists uh, is still doing uh, their. Uh, uh, late pledges for their uh, their new display cases. These are very fancy. 
they are they're very nice looking. So if you uh, you know, are a, a painter that does stuff that uh, you believe should be displayed in uh, you know some uh, a sophisticated fashion versus me just throwing it on a shelf that that I have behind me or uh, a little acrylic box or maybe you're tired of the detolf. Yeah. This is a this this is a really cool looking product. They're a little pricey, but they're they're very nice. Uh, they've got the adjustable shelves. I mean, you know, they talk about it being uh, when furniture meets display cabinets. And I, I think yeah. that's a pretty apt description. Uh, it comes lit already, so you don't have to worry about putting lights in it. You just need to, you know, plug it in and let it run. You know, so a thousand different options that you can get, uh, as you can see. So, you know, if you got big models, you want to put a bunch of little ones in there, a bunch of shelves, whatever you want to do. But I, I, it's not something that would go with my decor necessarily, because uh, mine would be uh, Midwest junkyard currently, because my room's all blown up. Yeah. But uh, you know, again, if you had something uh, that you were particularly proud of and you wanted a, a really fancy way uh, to display it, this would be a cool way to do that. Yeah. You know, it's it. They're pretty nice, you know. And while I said they're a little pricey, oh. they're not. Yeah, they are. Uh, but they're, they're beautiful. They're, I was going to say they're not, you know, for what you're getting, uh, you know, mm -hmm. they look really nice. Uh, you know, I, I don't think you're getting ripped off at that price, but you know, you, you got to be dedicated to it a little bit, you know, so, uh, something, uh, something to consider there. I mean, you yeah. see, you know, they've got a bunch of, them, uh, all stacked up there. So food for thought for you, if that is something that uh, you're into and you're like, you know, I've got this one great unit and you just want a little box have at it you know uh, they make yeah. those as well uh, and they make them in any configuration you know you want it a little square you want it a long rectangle so it's all a single line of dudes whatever you you can find it yep yeah they um, are nice but uh, you know what i i don't see that for like the entire collection but if you had like some really display models that would be really nice to highlight you know like in yeah. your new hawk there marty yeah, uh, you could get, you know, one of these cases if you, you know, you had a couple models or miniatures that you really want to just use as display pieces, you know, that yeah. would really highlight them. So, yeah, 100 percent. And I was kind of looking at that, but I'm like, I got to get my I got to get my room together first. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't know where exactly I'd be putting these just yet. Yeah. But but yeah, those are I'm, they're they're beautiful pieces. So. Very, Very nice. much so. Yep. Yeah, very nice. I will. I will never have any. Wait, wait. That picture right there, with the black That's, shield over yeah. my miniatures because they're hideous. <laughs> no, no. That uh, this is a picture of all of the miniatures Chris has painted. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> that is not true. I actually won uh, one of the monthly things for. Uh, uh, Dust nineteen forty seven. Remember? Oh yeah, the only one that yeah. Entered? Huh? No, yeah, no, he did. He went. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he won something from nice. uh, Dust USA. What, like two years ago? Two and a half years ago? Oops. Yep. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey Tuffy ears. This that looks like it's made for you. Yeah. What happened? It says, it says tough. Yeah. What, yeah. What, which nice. There, well, all right. Sorry, guys. The screen went all goofy on me. It's this new Windows 11. I'm still trying to get used to it. All right. These new what is computers, right? <laughs> All right, next. My lawn. <laughs> what you got right, first, so, next, sir? Uh, this this is something that I thought was kind of exciting. Now, it's more of a uh, future war kind of deal, but 
uh, Ambush Alley, Next War. Um, this is kind of the, the draft edition, if you will. It is not uh, the, the final version. Uh-huh. But uh, they wanted, uh, as they say, a set of go-to rules for small unit conflict set in any period from the Cold War forward. Uh-oh. Uh, Hold on. Yep. Uh, Sorry, you're breaking up, Marty. Oh, go ahead. Coming, you you're, uh, you're coming in broken and stupid over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but does my microphone sound okay? Your microphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm only two cups Thank of coffee you into this word. today. <laughs> I what know. are you putting in that coffee, man? <laughs> hey, look, me... Anyway... Well, what what me and the fine folks from uh, the hills of Kentucky sharing my coffee I'm cup into your damn business. <laughs> so, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> my balls, always my balls. Thanks, Gaz. Hey, hey Gaz, I'd be careful. He he's picking uh, you up from right, the airport. I was gonna say I am your right from the airport, sir. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm shit. Oh, sorry. Anyways, I'm, yeah, when there's Gaz a lot of farm fields he's passing by. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over here at the uh, the Rosemont Convention Center. Just walk on over here and find me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim had some event going on today or something. He said he wasn't gonna be able to make it. So if anybody's asking, um, so uh, he's missed as always. You know, somebody's got to keep us in. Whew. All right. Anyway. Yeah, no, all right, next war. By today's conversation. But uh, yeah, Ambush Alley. <laughs> so next war, um, uh, it's a uh, development draft. Uh, as they say, it's a living document. Uh, they'll continue to release new revisions. So if you buy the one, uh, it's 25 bucks. You buy the one uh, that's available on uh, War Game Vault now, and you'll continue to get uh, updates uh, as they go through the uh, development process. Uh, the initial book that's being offered doesn't have mm-hmm. a bunch of the uh, like high-speed graphics and whatnot in there because they're trying to make it easy for folks to be able to print out on their own because it's a print on, uh, it's a PDF. So sure, uh, you can go ahead and uh, print that out and it doesn't, you know, burn through all your ink in one shot. Uh, and then, uh, you know, at the end, uh, when it's all done, uh, you can, uh, you'll have a, a fully developed uh, uh, update uh, to the Ambush Alley uh, rule set, if you will. Awesome. Yeah, it looks uh, it it looks uh, looks interesting. You know, uh, I'm glad to hear something coming out of Ambush Alley because uh, I know that they had uh, put some stuff on hold uh, like a year and a half ago, and we we started wondering if there was going to be anything coming out of them. So uh, it's awesome to to see the guys uh, uh, getting their uh, uh, new products out and whatnot because the, they have pretty good stuff. All right, if you if you haven't tried it, they've got a whole. You know, Look up Ambush Alley. There's a whole bunch of different things that uh, you can get besides this. So if there's a, a different uh, uh, conflict that you want to look at or uh, you've got a particular uh, you know, era or genre that you want to look at, uh, they've got some stuff there to uh, that you can pick up. So awesome. check them out. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, if you guys don't know about this website, War Game Vault, you got to go there. Uh, yeah, 100%. There are so many. I mean... If you look at it, you have the electronic advanced squad leader in here. Uh, there's a, a variant rules for Panzer leader for Ukraine, and I mean just anything war game yeah. related. There, it's the Battle here. Space game that I uh, yeah. that I play. That's where I picked it up. Battle Space. 
Who's the official training video for Battle Space? Well, turns out if you if you go to go to look it up, it, it might have. Let us. me see where is Battle Space. Let me look it up so we can show it off because we're very proud of this. If I could type with one finger, it'd be helpful. All right, that's what she said. What? What? <laughs> So battle space. So here is the thing. He has his how to play here. Yep. But is it on his website that shows our video? Uh, uh, I can't remember now. Uh, table it, salt. Uh, yeah, table salt uh, game. I think it's design. actually on his own website. But yep. uh, yeah, set up podcast Marty's video on how to play battle space. And uh, by the way, Robert Salters, uh, who is Table Salt uh, Gaming, so he he created that. He's got a he's got three official versions now, uh-huh. uh, as well as there's a uh, uh, a community uh, update. Uh, they just did a uh, a Vietnam era uh, reskin. So yeah, uh, going crazy with that. And he's got a bunch of other stuff. Like uh, he's got a solo. Uh, kind of dungeon crawl, uh, e- uh, easing game. Yeah. Uh, again, War Gamer Vault. They're they're like two bucks. You print it out. You fold it up. It it turns out to be a you know little tiny booklet. It plays on like a ten by ten, the ten inch by ten inch table. I mean, it's really small. Uh, so uh, you can go through the little the little easing adventure. You can play with your little dudes. You know, if you want to do that. You know he's uh, he's been working hard on a bunch of stuff, and I think he's gonna. I think he's looking at doing a, an RPG here soon. Is kind of the vibe really? I've been getting. Interesting, interesting. Any other news there, sir? So, so what, what, one tidbit that's that's not news really, but uh, a little something for uh, the listeners and viewers out there. Mm-hmm. So I made mention that uh, before the show, uh, my daughter is uh, that I have uh, set the hawk up in her room. She moved out. Uh, she's not uh, at her place this weekend. She is uh, over uh, with her uh, best friend, Emily, uh, for Friendsgiving weekend. Her dad, Rob. Hey, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason that he's watching the that he watched the show was because uh, uh, through uh, uh, us having conversations through our daughters, uh, he got interested in it. So he's been uh, a subscriber for, I don't know, a couple, three years now. And uh, Emily was over here helping us uh, move my daughter out uh, last weekend. And she's like, you know, you got him into a bunch of podcasts. Now he's listening to all this other stuff, too. And he wants to get yeah. little guys. <laughs> da, 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 da. So one at a time. We build the army one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, mm. uh, you know, Rob, here, here's to you, buddy. When you're ready to, ready to move into getting some little guys. Come, come see me. We'll, we'll, we'll get together and do something. There you go. All right. Should we do a little community hobby catch-up? Yeah, what do we got going on? I haven't right, looked in there much. Let's take a quick gander. I, I did send you a text there, Bill. You did? I did. A text? A text. You and Marty. Just to, Just to mention for uh, this past week. Uh, the Marine birthday? Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah. uh, Marine Corps candles. Yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> All right, here we go. So, happy birthday, Marines! Yeah, happy birthday! And and of course, uh, as was mentioned by Benny, uh, uh, 
yesterday was uh, Veterans Day here in the uh, the U.S. So yeah. Uh, we'd like to uh, give a shout out and a thanks to all of our veterans, all those that who, who have served. Yep. We thank you for uh, your service and uh, wish you all the best in the future. Very much so. All right. So, guys, I hope everybody caught um, last Sunday's uh, live gaming with Jim. It was awesome. He did his annual Halloween special. And it was aliens. It, yep. It, in the set in the sit rep skirmish rule set. And it was really cool. I mean, the amount of work that guy puts into his graphics is crazy. So, um, yeah, it's terrific looking. <laughs> uh, Gaz, we're, talk we're talking about armorines. Yeah, not your... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we uh we we reskinned the Marines in 1776. Well, technically yep. 1775. And then he did uh, Valor and Victory uh, 1918 edition. So really nice. Yeah, looking good. Yeah, he yeah. uh you know the the work that he puts into uh to his online games uh you know the graphics are are always just on point. He does such yeah. a good job with that. He's got uh, great great skills there. He's able to develop that stuff, so uh, it really enhances the play experience. I think. Yep. Absolutely. This is, uh, we won't Mark tell him that though. Right. This is Mark in Jupiter. Uh, this is, I believe, isn't this a Japanese float plane? I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So, nice work. I like the the detailing on the panel lines. That's not easy. It really isn't to get it smart. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, you know, and you know the the panel lining I think uh, really makes it pop, gives it a good contrast. You can see what's going on. You know, makes some awesome looking models. And it's on the hex base already. <laughs> yep. Oh, you there? Chris, you there? I'm still here. Okay, I got a message saying the kitchen kind of flipped out on us. But all right, sorry, guys. Skip there. We are back. Uh, but that looks really good. So nice work. Let's see what else we have. And then LSR 2590 is doing six millimeter uh, Flames War. And those look like 3D printed models. But they're still nice. What are those? Churchills, I think. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah. that's a, that's a Jackson right there, I believe. Those are Jacksons. Gaz had a question for you. Oh, Gaza, did Marty? <laughs> no, Marty's old, and he has to pee a lot. I don't know. I'll put it. He's recycling his coffee. Yeah. All right, so LSRs look good. If I can get the page to. All right, those are really nice. The detail on that battery is incredible. Great, <laughs> great paint job. 
Oh my god. Oh, Jim's doing uh, Remembrance Day special. That's what's coming up this weekend. So, all right. So, we'll bring him back. We didn't talk about you at all. Yeah, I can tell, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Gaz asking if I fell off my chair. <laughs> I, I do not have the five-point harness installed on this chair yet. <laughs> all could, right. Could happen. No, I, uh, so the... Uh, the cat is going crazy over here. So one, I had to let him out, and two, uh, not gonna lie, I had to answer the call of nature. It's been a yeah. Well, we told him you're old. Coffee. You got to pee a lot. <laughs> That's not a lie. I'll own so that the, one. Mark and Jupiter, your tanks are looking good. Uh, Russian, a uh, Russian, uh, marine tanks with wooden armor. Hey, whatever floats their boat, I guess. So make sure you guys check out Jim's po uh, live game tomorrow. Oh, Warhammer Grimace. What are those? Different miniatures. Interesting. Right? Uh, more. Oh, I like those. Those look good. LSR has some painted up. And yeah, you know, there's some about six mil versus the three mil. I, I don't have any sitting here, but they're upstairs. Um, upstairs. Definitely yeah, I have an upstairs. He has a loft. Oh yeah, I have a loft. Right. Yeah, I got a loft. Um, no, those look really good. Nice work, man. The detail nose is really good. Yeah, I, I Test squad say, of Chinese warlord period infantry. Nice. Oh, those look. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Those Get are warlords. Some. Okay. You know what? I do like bolt action. I we can talk about that a little bit, but um, hey, LSR got a mention on Beast of War on tabletop. Good for you. Nice. Tough years. Big time. Uh, fake book Team Yankee Russian Army done in G.I. Joe Cobra colors. <laughs> oh, interesting. How cool. There you go. Well done. Very cool. Well done. You know, it makes me wonder who has the golden uh, hind. Uh, there's a story behind that. When we did the Team Yankee boot camp, when we did our uh, participation game at the end of the boot camp, um, we had the golden hind award. So, um, I wonder, I can't remember who got that. Those look really good. Nice work. Yeah. Nice work. I hear some more. Uh, good close up there. They're a little glossy. I would put some flat matte uh, lacquer on them. But yeah, a little, little matte varnish, maybe. But yeah, yeah. A little matte varnish. But they look good. Oh, Very I like cool. those dudes. Yeah. Nice work. Oh, damn, LSR. Just going to say, somebody getting ready to go to war. So uh, what is your uh, scale as far as what does one uh, base represent? Because I'm doing one-to-ones. So tough ears. What the yeah. heck are those? I'm assuming those are 40K. Those 40K? Uh, is that the uh, oh, what do you what do you call them? Squats they look like dwarfs, yeah, some kind space of dwarfs. dwarfs, yeah, space dwarfs. Uh, 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 what's the new set called? Uh, oh, that's cool, Voltan. I oh, that's Volt nice, Voltan. 
That's really nice. Uh, Krieg, uh, what was that? Krieg Death Guard? Yep, squats. Tough years came back at. Squats. Thank you. All right. So when we get the new channel opened up, you guys will be able to post all your non-historical stuff. We got to come up with a catchy title for it. The Sit Rep non Nonsense Channel. Non-historical channel. The the make-believe channel. I don't know. We'll come up with it. I was uh, going to say, so far, I, I vote no on all of those. Yeah. <laughs> we, hey, let, yeah. let Don come up with a name. Don came up with the non, the Ministry of Non-Historical Silliness or some crap like that. I like it. All right. So <laughs> she's leaning leaning into a little Monty Python there. Uh, Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic, mister. Oh, I thought she was going with uh, the Ministry of uh, Silly Walking. No, because she doesn't want another cease and desist. So, uh, sit rep in space, <laughs> right? Uh, all right, let's transition, shall we? It's time to talk about if you and guys out there, please join the conversation. If you'd like to be in the conversation, we can send you a link and have you come in. You don't have to be on video, just have to have working audio. To be part of the podcast because you know we do do an upload to audio only to our podcast which shoots it out across the interweb to all of our channels on apple everybody anybody who has a podcast hosting we're there so um throughout the known universe wherever, wherever electrons are available right so here we go if you could create a game and it doesn't have to be historical. We're going to go off the rails a little bit. What would it be? You, you have to say what it would be, kind of how the premise would, of it, how it would play. And, you know, why would you do it? You know, give us the, the meats and the taters. So, so know, like, taters. A, like the narrative and some basic mechanics type of deal? Yeah, some potatoes. Potatoes. Uh-oh. Uh Get gas says get a can I get a link to help you guys go off the rails? If you really want to join us, gas, we'll send you the link right now. Send it to him. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna clip it. Um, gas, are you still on Skype? Gaze. Uh, where are you, gas? Gas. Where's my gas? Yeah. Just gonna say, I'm pretty sure he's in the UK. Gas. All right, gas says, yeah, go for it. Um, gas, send me a Skype. What's your Skype thing, gas? I can't can't find you. Come up here. Gas. Oh, you know what? I'll send it to you in Messenger. Stand by. There you go. Standing by. Marty Wax Lyrical. Okay. So here we go. Okay. Um, so if I was uh if I was gonna design a game, um man, that's when you open it up that wide, there's a lot of possibilities. Uh because right. uh you know, like uh, if you think about what I've got, I've got everything from um, you know, modern military warfare, uh, to, to Harry Potter, you know, uh, I'm not a Warhammer guy. Um, 
the models are cool, but you know, I'm not deep into to GW stuff. Although I am into uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, the uh, Middle Earth uh, battle strategy and Hobbit, uh, you know, those uh, those game systems. So I'm not saying that like I want to Frankenstein all that stuff together and try to make a game. Right. I'm just saying that uh, you know the there's a lot to to choose from that uh, interests me. Right. You know, but uh, I think that if I was going to do a game, I think I might uh, tip my hat to uh, uh, to Rob Salters and and look at uh, like a uh, simple, easy to play, low count skirmish game uh, set in the modern battlefield. OK. You know, I think I would do, you know, I don't know that I would use all his same mechanics uh, necessarily, but uh, uh, I, I, I really like that type of game. I mean, it's not real heavy or crunchy. It's something that, you know, because you, you know me, I don't like bookkeeping and whatnot. Yes, so I just sent you the link on Messenger. Sorry, Marty. Just want to let Yeah, you know. no worries. Uh, you know, so uh, anything that uh, has uh, less, uh, you know, I mean, realistically there's like i don't know 10 pages of, of i was gonna say 10 pages of rules it's not even rule the rules aren't even that long realistically uh you know so it's got a a nice compact set of rules uh all of the guys abilities and whatnot are uh listed out on cards so they come with uh the character card uh has all of his base abilities and then you can buy additional equipment or ability uh which is just another card that gets added to them so I like that. I'm visual. I can just, I can look at it. Bam. It's right there. You know, this guy has, you know, two grenades. I throw one. I, I get rid of a grenade card. He has one grenade left, you know, that type of thing. You know, uh, you know, that really leans into uh, what I, uh, what I like to do, you know, as far as uh, keeping it simple. So I think I would do something along those lines. Yeah. If it was me. Yeah. Well, and you've been talking for a while. You wanted a, a game that was self-contained. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm actually that's a project in progress as far as uh, basically I'm gonna make a battle space really teeny, teeny. I mean teeny, like three mil teeny. Uh, that's teeny. Like here, like that big. That's what is that six mil? Uh, I three uh, D printed them, so yeah, about. It's probably Rasmus is in the house. Probably somewhere in the eight mil, ten mil, maybe. But yeah, I so I so I, I took some some troopers that I had STLs for, and uh -huh. I just shrink them down. Yeah. By the way, don't bother trying to paint camouflage on those guys. No, not gonna happen. No. Uh, on the other hand, contrast paint works like a champ on those. <laughs> Somebody's joined us. All right. Yeah. And how are we all going? Are you there? Oh. Oh, we got a lot of static from you, buddy. Wait a minute. Who's coming in broken and stupid now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the team, Gas. <laughs> Oh, Rasmus has joined us. Hey, good morning, Rasmus. Are you are you excited, Ras, that uh, the uh, 
uh, Blood and Plunder uh, ought to be shipping this month sometime. You know, we yeah. we both backed a, a Kickstarter from them, so we're looking forward to getting that. Gaz, you okay? Technical difficulties? We can barely hear it. I don't know if you're using a wired mic or a wireless mic. It's the... Uh, it's just uh, project more. Kind of hear you in the background, but still a lot of static. Interference from the teapot in the tank. More gain? Any better? Uh, very quiet. Okay. Uh, I think that's the problem we're running through this. Okay. Uh, well, we're having some uh, international technical difficulties with our satellite. Oh, toughy years. Woo! Tough of the streets. <laughs> That's how gas mouths normally. <laughs> hey, Gaz, why don't you try and uh, unplug your mic and see if you can uh, replug it back in and restart it? Gaz sounds like he's at work. Yeah, buddy, we can't. And it's mostly static, and you're very. Volume is really low behind it. Oh, Tiger Shadow uh, jumping Every in on the on the game. <laughs> All right, he's gonna jump off real quick. And T Tiger Shadow says, "Gaz's cat fell asleep." On I'm the using keyboard. my inside voice. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, buddy. There's some reason we got a lot of static on your end. Oh, no. All right. Well, while Chris is doing whatever Chris is doing and Gaz is fixing out comms, um, you no, know, we'll if I could, continue. yeah, if if I could create a game, I'd actually. There's so much that goes on in this melon of mine, and most of it's 99 percent stupid. Um, yeah. But you, you ever guys ever seen the movie The Final Countdown? Final count. It's uh, where the aircraft carrier goes back the, in time to Pearl Harbor. I, I, I was gonna say, yeah, aircraft carrier goes back World War II, and then they're trying to figure out what to do after they so, figure out that they've been transported back in time, like you know, yeah. fifty years. You know, I think, do they change the course of history and all that good stuff? So, um, what I was they thinking, go to the book. Yeah. <laughs> so what I was thinking is. Doing something similar where you have an aircraft carrier go back in time and replay. So, it, you know, you kind of make it so like in the Pacific War, you have an aircraft carrier. Obviously, today's aircraft carrier would probably, you know, mop off the map of the you know Japanese army with oh, F-35s yeah. and F-18s and all that. So, but it'd be interesting to see, you know, if you could put some type of unit that goes back in time. And play battles, you know, how different a modern would be in different scenarios. Whether it's, you you could do it at squad level, you could do platoon, company, all the way up to whatever. Um, I think that would be particularly interesting if you keep the uh, the unit from the future uh, kind of small. Yeah. You know, so they can't be everywhere all at once. It's not going right. to be just, uh, you know, like dropping the bomb and wars over kind of thing. Right. But... They could, I mean, 
you got to think that they're they're just gonna you know really demolish whoever uh they come up against uh you know that's 60 years before them or whatever yeah you know because think about this way you could even go you could even go further back in time so let's say a platoon of standard infantry was you know we'll say a platoon from the big red one you know today's first infantry division somehow gets sent back to the american revolution right you know and they have to take on the british no offense gas uh you know at one of the battles during you know the american revolution so you know you have one platoon versus you know whatever amount of brits were there yeah the, the british army <laughs> yeah so what would the outcome be you know would the offensive firepower of that modern platoon versus you know loaders well, well and something else to think about is you know in a uh, campaign like or a uh, uh, game like that what happens once you run out of your modern ammo because it's going to be a you swing what you bring kind right. of fight because there's not going to be any resupply i mean exactly it, it doesn't exist so you know you you may be, ha, want to be very judicious about how you uh how you use your ammunition and then and once they're out what do they do i mean they have modern uh uh equipment and tactics you know it's like personal gear and whatnot right but you're still gonna end up you know tomahawks and muskets at some point yeah. you know uh, if you have an armored vehicle eventually it's just gonna become a pillbox because it's gonna run out of fuel and there wasn't gas back, you know, you see, these are all the things you think about. And so on the other hand, how do you make it fair for the modern player just for that reason? Okay. You've expended all your supplies. Now, what do you do? Right. So, yeah, so resource management would be a really uh, key part of that game. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know, like a, let's say a, a ranger company, you know, goes into somewhere say the american civil war so oh, yeah rasmus has a good point yeah yeah modern body, body armor you know uh and think we'll, about we'll, this we'll so, so take stop those rounds yeah so take our example the, the american revolution night fighting the modern guys all have nods right and um they can go and fight in that night, whereas the British and the Americans, colonials, didn't normally fight at night because they can't see each other. So, yeah, as well as, you know, uh, you know, first of all, send the Rangers back would be cool because then you could literally have Rogers Rangers. Can you With the Ranger Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they're like, bro, you got to see what you're going to turn into. Check this out. <laughs> Oh damn! And the ranges for the weapons would be uh, huge, one-sided. Yeah. Well, yeah, and like a resource management issue, for instance, uh, you know, if you've got a sniper that literally at night can can reach out and make uh, a six hundred yard shot on a uh, a commander, that that could be a game changer in and See, of itself with one round. But the other thing is. Um... Back then, they felt it was un, 
gentlemanly like to take out specifically target officers. Yeah, but we don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we specifically target uh, leadership, right? We we feel that it's ungentlemanly un, ungentlemanly like to tax us without representation. That is I feel true. it's ungentlemanly like uh, for myself to be uh, bleeding or dying. So <laughs> whatever I can do to prevent that, I have a well-developed sense of self-preservation. You know, two two trips to Iraq, two trips to Afghanistan, and yet here I am. And I'm Gaz, you there? Oh, 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 Gaz. Mm -hmm. oh. Hey, oh, there he is. Yeah, it's fighting me. Yes, there he is. I'm actually very through. nice. Okay. Yeah, we hear you. Deadly. I can hear Marty and Chris, but Bill's now quiet to me. Oh, that's all right. That would be so like, nice, though. You got lucky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on my lip reading while I'm here, obviously. <laughs> don't don't ask for sign language. Bill only knows yeah. one thing. I thought he knew two. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> he just gets the Maybe. two wrong sometimes and just puts up one. Is that not right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes it gets lost in translation. Yeah. <laughs> He's bilingual. Hey, Marty, you can't be monetized for visuals, can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Gaz, it's good to have you back, brother. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I've got no sound from Bill. That's really weird. Uh, he's no, so I can hear you back. Ah, oh, that's cool. Thank you very much. I would probably right, Marty, you're going to have to be the translator, like I guess. Right now, so I've given up on it for a moment. Well, that's fine. But, you know, uh, you are coming through uh, loud and clear on, yeah, uh, on my clear. end. And looks like everybody can hear you well. So that's awesome. You can't hear Bill. So that's awesome for you. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I'm going to double ear it. I'm going to put the uh, live podcast on in the background so I get an echo effect. And Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to make you crazy, bro. With the, uh, <laughs> crazy. Start, or, oh, my God. Or, I yeah, hear myself in LA. as well. I'm Seven a... seconds later, you hear yourself. Like, <laughs> put you in a time warp. So, Tuffy, Marty, you, you want to catch a... him up on what we're doing? Yeah, so uh, we're talking about if you could uh, make any game that you wanted and, and across genres, whatever, that uh, you, uh, you know, what what's the basic premise and narrative of the game as well as maybe some uh, some basic mechanics. And uh, I said that I would rip off uh, Battle Space. I would change it, but you know that would be kind of the basic premise because I like the the easy, simple games. Uh, Bill was talking about the the premise of his game would be to send a unit, a modern unit, back in time somewhere. Whether that, uh, and specifically, we we're just talking about the the Revolutionary War because yeah. you've inspired us. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. but uh, you know, we, I I was commenting uh, on. Uh, one of the things Bill said that it'd be really cool uh, if you sent uh, a unit of Rangers back and they could literally meet Rogers Rangers and be like, hey, this is what you're going to be someday. Check this out. <laughs> right? oh, that would be cool. Um, I don't know. I think um, at heart, I think I'd probably go for a sort of a mix. I think uh, fantasy into history. So maybe feudal Japan, maybe the China during the early days where the myths and legends are real. Um, and so you have the crossovers of actual human armies facing off against, you know, the the, the dragons and the, and the such. Um, and I'd like to see it as a, 
we played a lot of games, especially for Japan, where you take control of the whole uh, island as such, um, and you go through province by province. So I'd love something that was all the way from command and control down to 28 mil and 6 mil, 15 mil in between, where you could play it as a weekend or a week-long or a month-long campaign with people via an app, and everybody has input with different size miniatures, so it's agnostic. Nice. Yeah, that would be cool. You know, and, uh, you know, I can imagine, uh, you know, like a modern air battle between, uh, you know, uh, modern aircraft, whether that's, uh, you know, jets or helicopters, and then, you know, dragons going after them or vice versa. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's been done in some of the films, hasn't it? Um, I can't remember the one with Christian Bale um, where they were hunting dragons and they were paratroopers and they jump out the back and then lace them on the way down so they crash into the ground. Um, I can't remember what it was, what it was called. Well, I don't know that, movie. but, um, yeah, I think it makes for some yeah. interesting game dynamics. Right. Yeah. Um, I can see, uh, cutting through in world war two, where you've got Wyverns cutting through a Canyon and Messerschmitts combined <laughs> with Spitfires are trying to chase them down. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. So, uh, for everybody out there, um, if you don't know, Gaz actually create helped create part of a partnership that created a game that you could buy. Um, so he actually has experience in creating a game and producing it and bringing it to market. So, yep, yep. And uh, Gaz can't hear me, so you have to translate that, Marty. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. Uh, so uh, Bill was saying that. Uh, Gaz, that uh, you actually have experience uh, designing and building a game and bringing it to, to market, so you can bring some kind of a real-world perspective to uh, the, the whole process that we're, we're talking about. Not that yeah, the, it's, the um, development meeting, but <laughs> yeah, you, know, it's, you, um... you, you, you do have experience uh, in, literally in this exact topic. Yeah, we brought a five-faction, probably 30-plus model game to the tabletop called Mythos, um, which we later passed on to Walcradle Studios. It's still going now, as far as I know. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's, um, we did the Kickstarter method. It was reasonably early days before it became super big. And I think the important thing is have passion for whatever you design. If you have passion for it, then you're willing to do the work, you're willing to put in the effort, and you're willing to not cut corners. And, you know, obviously there's financial aspects to that. But the majority of what you need to do is, is just be passionate about what you what you want. And you've got to do it your way as well. Sometimes you listen too much to the people around you. We had um, lots of input from community, from playtesters, and we kind of mellowed the game a little too much, and we balanced it too much, which is weird to say. Um, <laughs> and we people wanted more spikes in the game. They wanted more you know, the, the water cooler moments and we still had them in there, but they wanted a uh, larger volume. So we ended up shifting things around a little bit and right. you know, it's, yeah, it, it's important though to, to find that right balance. You know, it's kind of funny that you, uh, you talked about balance because uh, oftentimes in games, you know, you talk about uh, a faction or a character or a unit is, is overpowered. Uh, we don't talk about it being overbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's never about being unbalanced, but being incorrectly pointed. 
I think, yeah, yeah. running the algorithms. Um, in fact, we've got maths in here, haven't we? Um, and we could get Jen to help us out. But um, basically running an algorithm that is a broken down statistics, giving them a mathematical value. And then if you add in special rules to characters, deeming it a certain value, you could balance any game. I mean, maths is the core of everything. Um, but people still want the spikes, and you can put them in. Um, but it's got to stay. Rain of Fire, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Shadow's got my back, yeah. <laughs> as has been. Um, yeah, so that was the film that I was trying to think of before. <laughs> I'll have to look at that. I don't think I've seen that but, movie. Uh, I'll leave you to carry on mm -hmm. chatting, and I'll, I'll just nip out and go back into the live stream so I'm not echoing all the way through. <laughs> and all right, brother. What Bill's saying. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, Bill, Bill was commenting that he doesn't think he's seen that, not nor have I. But uh, you know, as it turns out, in my new hobby operation center, uh, I have a uh, a TV in here, so uh, I will fire up uh, you know the streaming service du jour to see uh, who's got it, and uh, maybe I'll put that on while I'm puttering around trying to put all my crap away in here today. Or we can oh. watch it next week. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, I've got it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you See? go. Rain, rain of fire. Yeah, and it all starts in uh, England. In it does. Yeah, it's cheaper there apparently to film. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, Chris, you're up. So for me, haven't had a lot of time to put any thought into it, but the the only thing I like. Uh, it'd be some sort of uh, spinoff from Dust. I, I like the the playability of Dust, uh, not having to worry about the measurements and everything else. You like the the gridded style of the game? Yeah, yeah, and and it makes it easier. There's no arguing about different things. Yeah, and of course, yeah. of course, it would have to be prepainted. Oh, for you, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm, well, there I'm are several games out there that are pre-painted these days, right? You've yep. got, obviously, X-Wing and Armada come to mind. Yep. But uh, I, I feel there's other games that are pre-painted. If anybody knows other games that come with pre-paints or you can get pre-paints, just drop it in the comments and let us know. Um, yeah, so... I, I oh. mean, as far as your grid system, I mean, you could do the same thing with hexes, you know, where you have a dot in the middle of each hex and you go dot to dot, just like you yeah. do with the grid system. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. I think I think what Chris is looking at is he just doesn't want to have a uh, a tape measure out and then be arguing over, you know, uh, you know, a sixteenth of an inch, you know, your sure. outside of range, you know, yeah. whatever. That type well, of is stuff. that line of sight or is that not line of sight? Well, I could see, you know, I can see your barrel sticking out. You know, yeah, and I this mean, dot, see that dot, you know. So then it comes down to, I'm going to transition because this is the other topic I I wanted to talk about, but I saved it in case we still had some time, which we do. We have at least 15, 20 minutes. Um, Chris, you you're going to segue right into the next topic, and is should wargaming be competitive? You know, there's tournaments. You know, everybody has tournaments, but should wargaming really be a competitive sport? Or should it just be something that people play to have fun, learn, hobby, whatever? Uh, because I, I have, as you all know, Don and I have covered gaming conventions for years. 
and there's been some brouhaha over gaming com competitions um for a while like battlefront did not have a nationals tournament there was other ones like 40k has big tournaments and there was people having issues and you should see some of the people who get really upset and you know when they don't so i mean what's your guys opinion should there should war gaming have competitions tournaments if i would think so but it would have to be uh first off though i think the measuring and other stuff would have to be in a way to where there, there is no question right it's got to be simplistic um i did participate in a, a warhammer uh a 40k uh competition at uh, adepticon with uh -huh. uh, your brother and his friends and uh, uh it took all the fun out of it because you get some punk in there who is just spitting out <laughs> rules um and he's going off with something and i he had to have loaded dice because he had his dice and you know whether he wanted to roll low or whether he wanted to roll high so if it's going to be a real competition you'd have to have stock dice i mean that's on the table not, right not brought with you sorry you can't have your favorite dice um because that's the only way to really trust anything um but it, you know it's got to be a friendly it's got to be friendly and some people just take the front take yeah. the take the fun right out of it yeah i yeah. i really despised the game that i played with uh 40k yeah i mean listening I, to you and then what my brother said it, it, did you have fun no not not at all so do you i think wanted to, i wanted to beat that little punk into the ground <laughs> i did you know i think well, I, I get it i think rasmith uh you know i agree very much with what rasmith just said on the the yes to both uh you know uh, folks are gonna you know part part of gaming oftentimes is the competitive aspect yeah you know it, it's the player versus player you know i want to i want i want my army to beat chris's army or whatever right you yeah. know uh but to chris's point uh both uh you know chris here and your brother chris uh you get those people that it's win at all costs uh you know i'm gonna fudge my dice i'm gonna fudge my movement um you know i'm gonna uh, cheat it a little bit to make my range what bro it's it's a game it's a game it, it's a game yeah let, let but you know the whole point in my mind is to is to have fun but oftentimes it seems like with some of the super competitive players that's not at all the point the point is to win at all costs and yeah. that's that's not fun that's not a fun experience for me so that yeah. you know I don't do any of that cuz yeah I want to you know yeah. right it's not that the game is bad i just don't like the way some people play the game yeah yeah and it's got to be something with a, a simple rule set because like 40 K that's just my opinion, but there are too many one-off rules. Every single thing on the play field has got its own special rules. You know, Oh, if I'm attacking from North to South and I'm wearing blue, then I get a plus three. What? How the, f and you have to have every, you know, yeah. People well, just making shit up, and you you don't know. Yeah, is Gaz still on? I don't know if he's still on, but he's played in several. You know, I don't want to call them tournaments, but you know, at Factor M, yeah, he's played in. I'm still on. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah. Hey. 
Go ahead, give us your thoughts, Gas. I'm doing the echolocation thing. I feel like a bat <laughs> in a room. <laughs> All right, Marty, translate. Um, I think you're going to need both sides of it. I think you're going to need competitive uh, and you're going to need the other side of it. And I think the main reason for that is to fund it. Um, as new releases come out, there's always a bit of power creep or a change in tactics that makes for better strategies and tactics. The competitive players will help fund your hobby, support the company, uh, and the narrative players get to build their narrative army at their leisure. There's no race, there's no pace to it. So the income, I think, from both is used to yeah. develop the game and keep the company upright. So in my mind, you need both. Uh, what do I prefer? Um, you know, I think there's a place for both. There's those moments where if you go in with the mindset of it's a tournament and the people you play might be tournament players, you'll have some games in those tournaments where you will play to win. Uh, and if you go in with the... Uh, once you know the person a little bit after a turn or two and see how they play, then you can take your foot off the pedal and play a narrative game, even in a tournament. And if you don't care about coming first or winning a bracket, then 100% you go in and you play with what you love and you play how you want to play. It's your hobby. Uh, and at the same time, I think there's too few narrative events. So it's kind of the only place to go to get a lot of games seems to be tournaments these days. I think there needs to be more focus on the narrative. There you go. So yeah, the question I, I, have, uh, the question yep. I have for you guys is when you were creating Mythos, did you guys have a thought process about competitive play when you designed the game? So any thoughts on competitive uh, gaming when you uh, were designing Mythos there, guys? Uh, no. Um, we were mainly focused on sort of structure in the game um i mean we got to five factions so it hadn't grown to the point where you would have too much of a, a tournament scene with a lot of different factions i think the growth part of it is what kills most games competitively eventually um, when they get too big for the box they struggle to um, bring everything to the table and have events where you can play any army and feel like you can win there's always going to be something that's a bit better bit better in the meta apparently and, uh, <laughs> and 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 you know be top tier or lower tier or mid tier so when we designed the game we purely designed it from a a themed standpoint so each faction had its was was very focused and that's because each faction was generated by a different person within the group as well um, although we talked it out, we thrashed out um, opinions, the final decision would always be with the faction's creator. So there wasn't too many chefs. It was a case of we had our input, but the person made the decision. Um, and I think that worked well for us. Because then we could balance, even if something became, okay, well, that's quite strong. We need to put something into the other four factions that just tweaks them a little bit. And that's eventually how we ended up with the problem of being a little too balanced. And then we just, but we knew it. So then we were able to address it. Yeah. Um, for competition, I think we did talk about it because um, obviously you plan long-term. Um, we went to a few events in Cardiff. We gave demos there. We saw how many tables we booked sort of if in the future we'd come back, how many tables would we be able to get from the event area? Uh, you know, And they were happy to host us with say 16 to 24 players. Um, so eight to 12 tables. And from that perspective, then we based our competition around the scenario that you would play. 
So it mattered more about the scenario being correct than it did what force you brought. Because if we do the scenarios right, regardless of the force, there's chances of being faster moving, more firepower, better defense. But if the objectives are all achievable for every faction, then it doesn't matter what's brought because the scenario is strong enough to 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 balance the game. Yeah, very thoughtful. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. We have a friend of ours up here that runs uh, AOS uh, tournaments, and uh, it, it it is a, a narrative event, and uh, you know the 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 tables are what beats the players. It's not the players beating each other uh, because of the you know particular uh, terrain and special rules that go with uh, uh, some of the tables. So uh, you know, very very similar, I think, to what you're describing there. Yeah, one of the things I would also say about a competitive uh, any type of competition is we have to think back to the wild wild west. If you found a mofo cheating, you know you execute him on the spot. <laughs> wow! Right? Chris going to the mat early <laughs> to the mat. I think that he it, took him to the mog. Is that an ace up your sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Why why show up with loaded dice? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I think we got a couple of good comments here. You know, uh, you know, Tiger Shadow uh, <laughs> make, make, makes a uh, a good point. The hobby's only as good as the people doing it. Uh, before long, you end up with weights and a dead fish, which is a reference to uh, in the U.S. here. Uh, uh, I guess a couple three weeks ago, there was actually there was a fishing tournament that uh, a pair of dudes won. Uh, by uh, the weight of their fish. Well, apparently somebody uh, decided that, you know there was something fishy with the fish, cut them open, and they had stuffed their fish with lead weights. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. You know, and then well, Raz uh, also, uh, you know, talking about, you know, his experiences and that he's had a lot of uh, super competitive, you know, power gamers trying to, uh, you know, crush him and cheat or whatever. Uh but you know, uh, he's also uh, you know seen it where you know there's a, a narrative uh, tournament uh, going on uh, in one area, and then a more competitive uh, tournament in another at the same event kind of deal. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you know? but for Tiger Shadow, the the people doing that, it's time to be sleeping with the fishes. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Chris wants to find a tall tree and a short rope. <laughs> But do you guys think that uh, hyper gamers take away from the enjoyment of absolutely of a, a tournament? Yeah, not only because of the the cheating aspect and the you know you can't really trust them. They also have a um, holier than thou, oh you're stupid type attitude with them. So I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate on, on this one a little bit and, and counterpoint Chris a, a little. Uh, you know, just because you have, a, you know, a, a meta player or, you know, power player, whatever you want to call him, you know, a serious competitive tournament player, maybe that guy's just really smart, has a really good list, and uh, has, has uh, is, you know, uh, super familiar with all, all his rules, and that's what they're, they're there for. You know, you, you get to use all the rules in the game and, and he's just good. You know, uh, you know, the, the dice do what the dice do. You know, he's not loading anything. You know, he's, yeah. you know, he's not uh, fudging his characters. He's, he's just a good player. 
but you there's know, the attitude that goes along with it. Well, but I know, think you need to separate the attitude from the player because you'll yeah. have people who yeah. that's all they do is they they create lists, they play, they practice, they practice, but they're very humble, you know. And, yeah. You know, yeah, I was but gonna then say, have, we, we need to make mention that those those dudes exist. You know, uh, yeah. you know, it sounds guy. like we're just shitting all over uh, competitive players, and that that's not at all what no uh, what I'm what I think we we really want to project. You know, uh, you know, are are there those dudes that that do these things to cut corners and give themselves some sort of uh, unfair advantage? Sure, but is that everybody? No, we can't no. we can't paint everyone with that no. brush. No, and, and I've said I've I've been in one competition and it kind of unfortunately it kind of spoiled it because it was not a yeah. good experience because it was it, yeah yeah and the other thing is unfortunately with our group we can't stick with one game long enough to actually learn the rules. <laughs> so there's that, <laughs> <laughs> but we have plenty to choose from. Although you know that so Chris and I have. Uh, uh, gotten into a, a monthly game night because, well, it's it's at a brewery, <laughs> <laughs> and and we bring coincidental, our own absolutely coincidental. Yeah, I mean, and oddly enough, uh, the brewery is, is called uh, Miskatonic. Yes, uh, that Miskatonic uh, from uh, uh, Lovecraft. That's that's the theme of the brewery. So yep. <laughs> we lean right into it. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Dungeon, uh, the Dungeon Master brew last month was a. Uh, Oh, it was some stout. Um, yep. Yeah, it was a flavored stout. Not not a fan, but it was still the, the whole theme of it. Yeah. And so with Marty and I playing games, this is the second time we've <clears throat> brought a game there. And uh, it's like doing brakes on the car. You know, the first brake, the, you know, the left side or the right side, whichever you do first, you know, it takes about an hour. The second one takes about 20 minutes because you're learning on the first one. So it took us all night to be able to get through three rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got. I think we finished three turns. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but when you say rounds, are we talking about the game? Are we talking about you know where you go to the bar? Oh no, we 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 went through a lot more rounds. I I was gonna gonna say say we also went through at least three rounds of beer. (laughs) And and there's a bunch of good dudes there. uh, Yeah, you know, uh, good people. Uh, The folks that sponsor the game night are. Are, are cool folks so you know it, and, and shout out to them they've event. opened up their store yeah dana and uh uh sean opened up their uh uh critical grind gaming cafe in shorewood illinois go check them out if you're uh local to the Can area you do a live show from there yeah well uh they're still trying to get settled in so oh, yeah. they're, they're uh, settled in i stopped off we, over there maddie and i have, stopped off over there well, maybe well, somebody needs to reach out, community guy, and see if they'd be willing to let us do a live stream from there. Yeah. So we 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 actually did that uh, last month when uh, we we're at Miskatonic, and uh, you know they need. I, I think uh, Dana wants a little bit of time to get her feet on the ground because uh-huh. like, literally she had to close the store because she's been working seven days a week. <laughs> so yeah, still trying to sort out the operations because they they just officially opened uh, this. Was it this week, Chris, or was it end of last week? Uh, uh, it was earlier. It was the first. It was the grand opening? The soft opening was that was. Oh, I thought that was the soft opening on the first. I don't know. But uh, that, I don't know. Yeah, she she's uh, they're they're still getting their 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 operations sorted out a little bit. So yep. But uh, yeah, definitely in the future, and primarily their board games. 
But uh, we, oddly enough, Chris and I are the ones that keep bringing tabletop games. Yeah, and, th- and they're cool. They're like, hey, run it. Yep, cool. they've got Armada now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, they're in the patch, uh, which is a local online newspaper. Yep. Um, they've got over 200 games. Nice. And uh, when I, when we stopped in, uh, Dana uh, was unpacking because they had just gone up to one of the uh, conferences up north. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, I, yes, Raz. Looks like we're going to have to have a blood and plunder weekend there, Raz. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, uh, Raz and I are both waiting for our Raise the Black uh, Kickstarters to arrive because it should be sometime this month. I might just Maybe. have to go by uh, their headquarters here and pay him a visit. Yeah, go, go, go tell Mike I'm looking for my stuff, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's going to get right on it. <laughs> hey, ho- hold on, hold on. Mike will save you some shipping. Just throw it in the car with Bill and Don, and they can bring it up. Sure, no problem. Yeah, yeah you, you could you could pick up Raz's stuff and my stuff. You swing by Raz on the way up. You give oh, yeah. Stuff. So we'll, we'll see you guys a week from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be a week. And then from this over to us. Yeah. Be yeah. Perfect. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. All right. <laughs> so let us talk about upcoming things. So the crew is getting together for the Thanksgiving uh, week. Um, Gaz Turkey is flying over. Flying over from England because he loves a traditional American Thanksgiving holiday with us. Yep. There'll be turkey and all yep. the fixings. There'll be a lot of pew pews. Probably. Depending on the channel, you can't say that word. Guns and turkey. Solid. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah. And a lot of gaming. So, like we said earlier in the show, uh, the next podcast, the crew will all be together in the same spot, Sands Gym, and uh, we will do live. But we're also going to do another live, of, you know, Hobby Night Live. Um, At least bets now. The yeah. spread will be coming out on when Marty falls during that time frame. Yeah. Um, my, my daughter needs another video to bookmark and show her friends. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did that last weekend, by the way. Did she? she literally, yeah, pulled out the video. And she's like, oh, look at this part. Whoop. <laughs> thanks, thanks um, honey. so we'll put that out when we we have a, uh, when we do that so we make sure y'all can come in on that um we'll have to find like we have a problem finding a bottle of good uh libations i mean not like chris has an extensive library yes, we got that covered yeah it, it, unfortunately the tortuga uh Vanilla rum uh-huh. is out, and we need more. Uh, do you need us to bring you some stuff from the Keys? Is that what you're saying? If you can get the Tortuga Tortuga rum, I don't think yes, you can get it we there. Can get it because we also have the Tortuga rum cakes down here. So yeah, yeah. Well, well I can get the rum cakes. Oh, no, even we from get Amazon. Fresh. We can. Well, I'm sure fresh. you. Yeah. yeah. So. Now we need the rum, and if uh, I will, we will give you money. Don't worry about that. But um, oh no, no, we need you to bring a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so Chris's, we, we Chris's will talk about that off camera, but so guys look for, uh, I'm hopefully God willing, flood waters don't rise. My paintbrush will show up so we can uh, record a video for Wednesday night because I'll be too busy packing for Thursday morning as we head back North, uh, to have our weekend gas will be getting ready to fly out, uh, Thursday, yes. 
or early Friday for him or whatever time early, early for us. But the crew will be back together the next uh, weekend. And then, like I said, two weeks from today, the next podcast, we'll all be together um, having some good times. So we want to appreciate you all for joining us on this podcast. Gas, thanks for hopping in. Yeah, good to have you back, buddy. You, buddy. And in the future, if anybody would like to join the podcast show, you know, if you got some hot topic. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Uh-oh. Squirrel. Yeah, right. So uh, if you recall, in a previous mention, I've been working on a playtesting of a new RPG. Yes. That I couldn't say anything about. Uh-huh. Still can't say anything about it. However. Oh, great. Tough. This is awesome. No, oh, no. This is good for us, for us as a team. Oh. Uh, he's going to be sending over the first playthrough scenario, and he wants us to play test it. Ooh, so. Is it going to be uh, in time for you coming up here so we can do it when Supposedly, you're Supposedly, it's ready to go, so I'm just waiting on him to send it. Oh, so, yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. We can do it in sweet. person then. I, I, I saw he clicked on the live stream today, so it, you know who you are. You. You. You know From who the you other are. side of the planet. If you want to send it over, the team will be together. We'd be happy to do a play test. Yep. I mean, and then, guys, look out for our future channel, the Sit Rep in Space Ministry <laughs> of Nonsense, whatever we call the channel. It no, it it's Sit Rep in Space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we might have to work on that a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. 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 Uh, but you know what? I seriously feel like we'll be playing when everybody's together. There might be some uh, Lord of the Rings being thrown down, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I, I hope so, because I've been painting a boatload of them, dudes. <laughs> uh, I haven't done it. In a... Oh, Ooh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, so, now. yeah. And then, uh, guys, yeah, we might have to take Rasmus on setting up some kind of gaming weekend sometime. In the future, so yeah, you know, we tried it years ago, and then stupid COVID got in the way. So yeah, well, every time we try to set up something for uh, uh, what's your big time that you try to set up stuff for is uh, Valentine's Day. The oh, the, the Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day massacre. massacre. Yeah. yeah, every time you set that up, you end up moving. Well, to get I away from the a, uh, a a natural disaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, or a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and close out the Look. show. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for support. Make sure you buy merch to help support. And you can get the new t-shirt and mug. Shush, you two. And uh, it'll it'll be there. Yeah, I promise. Yeah, and, like, uh, subscribe, hit the bell. Yeah, all that good stuff. Thank you very much for your support. We appreciate everything you all do to help us as we continue our climb to 2,000 subscribers. We're yeah. getting there. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you soon.